Good morning. Today in our studies, we will be looking at good versus evil. Good and evil happen to have names in today's chapters. Abinadi is good, righteous, brave, faith-filled. King Noah is evil, prideful, selfish, and wicked. Because King Noah's pride and righteous living, riotous living, led many of his people into wickedness, the Lord sent the prophet Abinadi to warn Noah and his people. Abinadi warned them that they would be placed under bondage if they did not repent. The people chose not to heed the warnings, and King Noah ordered that Abinadi be cast into prison. As we study, you're going to see flattery playing a role. So what is flattery? It's insincere praise, usually given as a tool to get something you want at the expense of others. Consider this paraphrased fable about a crow and a fox and listen for what the fox was able to do through flattery. A crow sat in a tree with a piece of cheese in her beak. Fox came along and began telling the crow how noble and beautiful she was. When the fox asked if her voice was as beautiful as her feathers, the crow opened her beak to sing for the fox. As the crow let out a noisy caw, the cheese dropped to the ground and the fox took it and ran. What was the fox able to do through flattery? The fox tricked the crow by praising the crow. The crow responded to that trick and lost the cheese. As we study today, look for the dangers of listening to those who seek to use flattery against us. And also look for the difference just one person can make. Have you ever thought, well, I'm just one person, what difference can I make? So if, that, if you've ever thought of that, take note of Noah, Abinadi, and Alma, all acting as one person and having changed entire communities and peoples. You remember that Zenith had led a group of people to the land of Nephi where they were brought into bondage by the Lamanites. Although Zenith's overzealousness had led him to be deceived by the Lamanites, he was a good man and he taught his people to put their trust in the Lord. Before Zenith died, he conferred the kingdom on his son Noah. And the scriptures tell us that Noah did not continue in the ways of his father. So let's see what kind of person King Noah was. As we read in Isaiah 11, 1 through 6, we learn he didn't keep the commandments. He lived life for himself and his desires. He had many wives and concubines. He taxed his people to support his living. He got rid of his dad's priests and replaced them with his own and supported them also with the taxes from the people. He was prideful, lazy, idolatrous, and wicked. And he was a drunk. So what influence did he have on his people? Well, because of his influence and his example, they were wicked, immoral, they drank a lot of wine, they were prideful, and they delighted in war and killing. The scriptures state they were this way because of the wickedness of King Noah and the priests. 
So Noah also used the money that he collected from taxing his people to build many elegant and spacious buildings, including a palace for himself and a tower to overlook the land. In Mosiah 11, verse 7, we find out why the people were willing to support Noah in his wickedness. It says, Yea, and they also became idolatrous because they were deceived by the vain and flattering words of the king and priests, for they did speak flattering things unto them. So we're back to the fox and the crow. In this context, the word vain means empty or without value. What do we learn from this? Well, we learn that if we allow ourselves to be influenced by the vain and flattering words of others, we can be deceived into committing sin. And sometimes this can present itself as peer pressure or in the desire to quote-unquote fit in. We modify our standards and behaviors to receive praise and acceptance of others. This people obviously needed the message of repentance, and the Lord sent his servant, Abinadi, to deliver this message of hope. And, you know, you probably know the end of the story and how they received Abinadi. Elder D. Todd Christofferson noted, the message of repentance is often not welcomed. When prophets come crying repentance, it throws cold water on the party. But in reality, the prophetic call should be received with joy. Without repentance, there is no real progress or improvement in life. Pretending there is no sin does not lessen its burden and pain. Suffering for sin does not by itself change anything for the better. Only repentance leads to the sunlit uplands of a better life. And, of course, only through repentance do we gain access to the atoning grace of Jesus Christ and salvation. Close quote. Now, when Noah, King Noah and his priests questioned Abinadi, the prophet rebuked them for not teaching or keeping the commandments. King Noah ordered his priests to kill Abinadi, but God protected Abinadi and gave him power to continue his message. Quoting Isaiah, Abinadi testified of Jesus Christ and his atonement. He taught the Ten Commandments and tell them that those commandments must be written in their hearts. So here's a challenge question I'm going to put in here for middle school and high school. What does it mean to have the commandments written in your heart? So he then teaches that the only path to salvation is through our Savior, Jesus Christ. It's through the Savior's atonement we can receive peace and forgiveness in this life and salvation in the life to come. As Abinadi continued preaching to King Noah and his priests, he testified of Jesus Christ's role as the Redeemer. One of Noah's priests, Alma, believed Abinadi. King Noah cast Alma from his court and ordered his servants to slay him, but Alma escaped and recorded the teachings he'd heard from Abinadi. After Abinadi delivered the message the Lord had sent him to share, King Noah and his priests threatened to kill him if he would not take back what he had said. Refusing to deny his testimony, he suffered death by fire and sealed the truth of his words by his death. 
You know, Abinadi may not have felt like he accomplished anything. He had testified and taught. He saw, saw no change in the people, and he was martyred. But his teaching touched Alma's heart, and through Alma, a whole people was saved and brought back to the Lord. Can you see the difference Noah made? Can you see the difference Abinadi made? Can you see the difference Alma made? Each of us has a purpose and a plan in our life, and our great quest is to find that purpose and act in faith and trust to carry out the Lord's will in our life. So challenge question elementary, what is flattery? Kindergarten, in the crow and the fox story, why did the crow drop his cheese? Well, have a great week, everybody, and remember the Savior's admonition to come follow me.